This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. This is Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. It's almost time for Chinese New Year, starting a year of the wood dragon, which symbolizes power, strength and good fortune. And as folks get busy preparing for a festival, more often than not associated with abundance, on Earth Matters today, we wanted to share some tips on innovative ways to perhaps celebrate a closer to a zero-waste Chinese New Year or something like that. Joining me today, of course, is Ko Su Yi, the co-founder and director of Zero Waste Malaysia. She will share some creative ideas for ushering in the year of the dragon with mindfulness and environmental responsibility. We're going to talk about things like eco-friendly decorations, sustainable feasting practices. We're also going to delve into the traditions and customs that perhaps can be adapted to reduce waste and minimize our ecological footprint during this festive season. Suyi, welcome. How are you today? Hello, everyone. Uh, yeah, thanks for inviting me to uh, share about how to keep zero waste during Chinese New Year. Thanks so much. So you always a joy to have you on the show. So yes, um, you of course, uh, long time zero waste practitioner. Uh, how are things at Zero Waste Malaysia? I haven't caught up with you guys in a while. Everything going all right? Wow, we have been uh, super busy with our uh, Teach the Teacher program. So we just actually finished our Zero Waste Bootcamp with uh, 20 local educators. Mm -hmm. So it has been a very rewarding and inspiring uh, journey with them. So we can't, we can't wait for them, like what they are going to apply at their schools. Okay. Yeah. And of course, mm -hmm. all the other activities that you guys, you know, all your outreach programs, Trashpedia, all of that still ongoing as usual, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, all right. So folks, you know, if you want to uh, find out more, of course, just head to the Zero Waste Malaysia website. They are, of course, working to build a waste-free and sustainable future for Malaysia. There's so many practical tips there. Do go find out. But today we want to focus on Chinese New Year. Yeah, just a few more days. I'm sure you're also really busy uh, preparing uh, Suyi as well. You know, for you, right, embracing a zero waste lifestyle, uh, but then also celebrating, you know, something like Chinese New Year. Has that been a difficult sort of, has adapting your, your new way of life been difficult towards, uh, you know, in terms of celebrating festivities like this? Mm, I think it's uh, definitely for me, it, it can be very challenging at first because uh, celebrating during festive season is not just about celebrating by yourself, but also you are celebrating with your loved ones. So it means that uh, it, it is something that you have to compromise with your family's members, with your friends, with your relatives. But I think once you get into it, uh, it's not that difficult as we, uh, as we can imagine. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you've you've gone through that journey, la, So now you've kind of found a sort of a middle ground, I suppose. Yeah, with your family and your friends. Yes. Not perfect, but it's um it's an ongoing process, and I believe everyone should also embrace uh, the little step at a time. Okay. All right. And we're going to talk about those little steps, right? So yes, like I mentioned in the introduction, right? Because it is all about you know prosperity. It's about abundance. It's about you know a lot, isn't it? I think that's the the normal association with Chinese New Year. How how do you celebrate Chinese New Year with while aligning to your zero waste principles? You know, what what would you say were some of the main challenges uh, in achieving this for you? I think it would uh, come into a different. Uh, I think for, uh, it's also applied for every festive season, not just uh, right. Chinese New Year. It's yeah. actually uh, the pre-celebrations, the during celebration, and also post-celebration because waste can be produced uh, in these three phases. For example, Chinese New Year is also, uh, I believe it's also 
uh, we just passed through the uh, the end of 2023 and right now we are entering uh, 2024 uh, and with the approaching of Chinese New Year, everyone is doing spring cleaning, right? Mm-hmm. So spring cleaning, obviously, it will also uh, create an unintentionally create a lot of waste if we are not managing it uh, in a proper way or I would say uh, in a zero waste manner. So I think for me, uh, definitely the spring cleaning would be one of the challenging part. But no worries because we are going to share about how we can do it in a more uh, zero waste way so that we could achieve a low waste manner and make sure that our waste could be um, maybe could be redistributed in a more mindful way instead of uh, directly to the landfill. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And of course, during uh, Chinese New Year, that maybe we can talk about later, it would be um, um, the celebrations of Losang because in, during Chinese New Year, everyone will do Losang and then also, uh, of course, the red envelope and of course, uh, getting people to come to your house, visiting, serve them with uh, delicious food and drinks, etc., etc. So we will also dive into this to see how we can also tackle uh, the waste as well. Okay. Yes. All right. What would you say are some of the common sources of waste? Uh, we're talking, of course, about Chinese New Year here uh, for Chinese for traditional Chinese New Year celebrations. And uh, what are some ways that we can uh, minimize or perhaps even eliminate them? Mm. I think uh, one of the top or one of the main uh, waste contributions uh, for uh, Chinese New Year and including other festive seasons is that. Um, because we we do produce quite a bit of food waste and actually uh, in our household waste in Malaysia, 50% of our waste are actually food waste. So according to SW Corp, right, uh, every single day, uh, we produce about 17,000 of tons uh, food waste every day. And this actually increased by 15 to 20% during festive season. So that also includes Chinese New Year. Yeah, so if we are not talking about the increase of 15 to 20%, right? Just the 17,000 tons alone, it's enough to feed around 12 million people three times a day. Yeah, so that's a lot, right? So not just uh, if we just dive into food waste, and that is already a huge contribution to our landfill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, all right. So food waste, a huge uh, a huge problem there, right? So maybe maybe we can start off with that, right? Because I think that's what we do. We are buying and we're stocking up, you know, because we're going to have visitors over. What are some tips for incorporating sustainable practices into, uh, into our food preparation? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think in, when it comes to food waste, right, it's very important for us to look into, uh, especially when we talk about Chinese New Year, people will do a lot of low-sang celebrations during dinner, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so most often, um, at least for me, at least for me, what I can observe is that um, most of the table when we do low-sang, right, we can't actually finish all of the uh, ingredients at the low sang plates. So maybe this Chinese New Year, we could actually try uh, to be more mindful when it comes to low sang. Uh, are we able to request for uh, ingredients or even the food ingredients that actually acceptable by all? Um, and even if you want to do more, we could also try a vegeta- uh, vegetarian versions because uh, going vegetarian, it's also helped us to also reduce carbon footprint uh, uh, to, to, to just switch a vegetarian low Sang version. So I think uh, by being mindful with the size of the low sang, 
and also the ingredients and also perhaps to try a vegetarian version would actually help us to achieve a low waste and also a lower carbon footprint uh, in terms of um, the, the waste that potentially could create from low sang. And also another thing is uh, when it comes to reunion dinner, huh? reunion dinner, um, we all know that maybe right now, nowadays, 20 centuries, the modern world, not everyone will actually come back for reunion dinner. So make sure that um, maybe we can be more mindful to actually ask in our WhatsApp group, family group chat, to ask, hey, who else is coming back for this reunion? Very important dinner. We need to do hate count. Then by doing hate count, right, it will also help us in terms of meal preparations. So we only prepare food uh, that is enough to serve uh, during the reunion dinner. So it means that we don't overcook so that uh, we won't have too many leftover to also tackle after uh, the reunion dinner. Yeah. And as well as uh, when it comes to um, our visitor who comes to our house, uh, we try to also serve them. Uh, maybe when we try to serve them drinks, uh, because um, in Chinese New Year, a lot of drinks that, uh, that we buy, that we purchase, maybe it will be in the Tetra Pak or maybe in aluminium can. Uh, perhaps this Chinese New Year, we could actually try to adapt to more maybe drinks that is in aluminium can, which is easily uh, and also more valuable when it comes to uh, later on when we do waste segregation, when we do recycling as compared to Tetra Pak. Mm. Yeah. Uh, or else, if you want to do even better, you can DIY, make yourself a homemade drink with just uh, a slice of lemon and also maybe some peppermint as a garnish. Yeah. Yeah. To- Go even low waste. Yeah, no need the you know hundreds of bottles of uh, mineral water or things like that, right? You can make fruit punch. You can do. There's so many different ways. It's just about rethinking. Uh, it might be a little bit more effort on your part, but you know, really has such huge impacts on the environment, isn't it? Mm, yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. And also, I guess, you know, that goes on to other things like our snacks as well. You know, maybe uh, think of how we're purchasing it. Maybe if we are ordering from people, we can already give them Tupperwares that we have. I mean, would you recommend doing things like that as well in terms of packaging, reducing packaging? Yeah, I would recommend if you have, uh, if, if you have, if you wanted to go for a little bit extra effort, uh, this is what we usually do is that um, we... In Malaysia, we are so blessed with all the pasar malam, all the pasar pagi. So we can actually get most of the uh, biscuit, the snacks, the keropok without packaging. Like at pasar malam, most of the pasar malam, they will have all these uh, biscuit snacks in the big bulk containers. And then they will ask you like, oh, how many grams of cookies that you need. Then they will just put it in a plastic bag and then serve uh, to you. But instead, we can actually bring our own container and also uh, to purchase them without packaging. Then uh, it's even senang for you when when later on when you serve the customer, you already have everything in a container. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's very, very easy and also very doable in such environment uh, in Malaysia where Pasar Malam, Pasar Pagi um, or Wet Market or Kedai Runjit is actually accessible uh, to most of the neighbourhood here. Yeah. Okay, all right. So that's in terms of food. Uh, let's just go for a quick break, Sui. When we come back, let's talk more about things like angpaos and decorations and how we can DIY some of that uh, without purchasing more plastic uh, things, I suppose. Yeah, I'm speaking today to Ko Sui, the co-founder and director of Zero Waste Malaysia. We're talking about ways to celebrate a zero waste or something close to that uh, Chinese New Year this year as we usher in the year of the wood dragon. We'll have more after this quick break. Keep it here on Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. 
Welcome back. This is Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. It's Chinese New Year in just a few days. It's coming up right on Saturday. Joining me today is Ko Su Yi, the co-founder and director of Zero Waste Malaysia. As you guessed it, we're talking about ways to maybe uh, try to have a little less waste this Chinese New Year. Aim for zero waste as much as possible. Su Yi here, who is an advocate and practitioner of the zero waste lifestyle, has done it and she says she can do it. You know, still a few hiccups, but you know, it is manageable. So she's sharing some uh, valuable tips with us today. So before the so we were talking about, you know, how to prevent uh, food waste, how to prevent like extra food packaging, right? Uh, how to uh, minimize all of that. Now, I think another thing, and this is something that happens at BFM, right? Uh, people kindly give us hundreds and hundreds of uh, Ang Pao packets, yeah? And it's just all over the office. We don't even know what to do with it. Um, I think there's plenty of ways, actually, that we can perhaps upcycle or reuse these red packets, right? Uh, what, would you like to share some tips? Hmm. Actually, uh before before uh, before attempt for this interview, I was wondering like, uh, yeah, red packet is a very uh, is one of the issues as well. So let's look into the numbers. But I, unfortunately, I can't find any numbers or data or statistics related to red packets uh, that produce in Malaysia. But I do have one in Hong Kong just for our references. Sure. Yeah. So in Hong Kong, um, actually they uh, they according to the statistic. Uh, one year, one single year, they actually uh, use up more than 360 million of red envelope wow. each year. And that's actually equivalent to 16,000 of trees. Yeah, so that was that, 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 that was quite a huge number that actually triggered me. Mm. And uh, Hong Kong is also, uh, maybe we can... If we, let's say we want to dive deeper, we can actually see how how much of the populations, and then we can see how to tally with Malaysian number. But yes, definitely the red packet is one of the uh, contributors to our waste, and then it's also made from paper. It's re relevant to trees as well. Yeah. So in terms of red packets, I I I actually realized that maybe. Um, not so common here in Malaysia, but when I was working in Beijing, right? Actually, when I was working in Beijing back in 2016, e has been quite normal. It's a normal and common practices uh, in uh, there. Yeah, so like, oh, there's any celebrations, then they will give out e using their WeChat. So, are we able to do that this Chinese New Year in Malaysia? Maybe through touch and go. I'm not so sure, but it could actually doable because if we do that, means we don't really need a red angpao anymore. But mm. of course, red angpao as a traditional way, it has it gives us a sentimental value. Yeah. Scan. Yeah. So, uh, when it comes to red angpao, something that we can think about it is that a, uh, if let's say. We can reuse what we already have at home. That would be the first priority because to clear up our old stocks. Mm -hmm. If let's say we wanted or intend to purchase a new one, maybe we can actually look for the one that has no zodiac. Yes. <laughs> no yes. zodiac animal specific whatsoever because that actually uh, gives you another opportunity for us to reuse uh, many many years later or else you will need to wait for the another 12 years, years to actually <laughs> reuse them yeah 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 and it is a lot and you know you said it's made out of paper right but sometimes you can tell that there's also some plastic to it right so it's not necessarily that easy to to recycle uh, you know even if that was your solution to using so many packets isn't it you actually have to look at the kind of material that the ang come in 
Yes, yes, yes. And also right now, the Ang Pao, they have a lot of design, right? And like mm-hmm. shiny, laminated. And also, one thing that we have to be mindful is that red Ang Pao is red colour. So, uh, when it comes to recycling, the recycling value will be definitely lower than uh, the white uh, white paper or even newspaper. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's not as easily recycled, right? People might think, oh, it's paper. I can just easily recycle it. But it's not. that's not necessarily the case, isn't it? Mm, okay. Yes. All right. And uh, the other thing, of course, you know, um, decorations, I suppose, right? We will see, you know, shops selling tons of things, a lot of it made out of plastic as well. Would you say there's some eco-friendly alternatives to those traditional disposable decorations commonly used during Chinese New Year? Uh, for Chinese New Year decorations, uh, for our own uh, house practices, we don't really practice a lot. <laughs> okay. But one thing that we actually reuse over and over again is the is the light decorations, the Chinese, uh, the, the red colour lights mm. that we can reuse every year. So after Chinese New Year, we just keep it and then we just decor, uh, use the same decorations. I guess one of the way to actually uh, be more mindful when it comes to festive decoration is that um, to use decorations that is reusable. Correct. Yeah. So also same uh, goes to a uh, principle. Same goes to the red packet. Is that we try not to uh, use anything that is uh, that is related to the zodiac sign because that will means that it's a bit hard for us to reuse over and over again. So try to use the general one, and as long as it's fit to the Chinese New Year, the ang, the red color, is <laughs> good enough. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, uh, something that I could also add on is uh, if you're really looking for a specific decoration item before purchase a new one, maybe we could also go into free cycling group like Billy Nothing uh, group. It, it, it's very such an amazing community that also uh, perhaps it could be swapping your decorations, your old decorations to a new decorations that is not new but it's owned by other people that intends to wanted to swap to another one because you know lah, uh, we know lah, all human beings, we love new things, but perhaps the new things could be an old things, just that it's new at your home. Yeah. Okay. And and that actually leads me to the other thing, clothes, right? I mean, you will have outfits for like, you know, the first few days of Chinese New Year is very important as well, right? And uh, you, of course, have a solution to that as well, don't you, Suyi? Mm, yeah, so for, for clothes, uh, especially when we do spring cleaning, definitely uh, we have some old clothes that we want to get rid of. Uh, but before we get rid of, before we send it to donations, why not we actually resell it? So there are uh, there are uh, three ways uh, that I actually mark on my notes. Is that uh, First is uh, what we have mentioned, the free cycling group. We can uh, give it to uh, people who really want it. Or even we can actually bring our old clothes but that is still wearable to a swap party. Mm. Yeah, you can host a swap party among your friends and then swap uh, different clothings uh, that you want. And also number three is actually uh, to uh, to resell it at a secondhand platform like Carousel or even uh, some of the secondhand store that would like to, uh, that, that would be able to purchase your old clothes uh, at a lower price. So at least you have uh, some small pocket money to maybe purchase a second hand uh, chong sum that you wanted yeah so resell swap or free cycling group uh, to actually um, uh, sort of like uh, channel your old clothing aside from donation because when it comes to donations uh, we have big population in Malaysia and then a lot of us 
a lot, I mean, a lot of us by default, we will thought of let's donate clothes. Yeah. But it, it's too much. Like we donate too much and it's overflowing. We, we don't really, I mean, a lot of charity don't really need so much of clothing. Mm. So be mindful. Like when it comes to wardrobe, uh, do we really need it? Uh, are we purchasing uh, things that we need or the things that we want? Yeah. So when it comes to uh, Chinese New Year, what I'm doing uh, almost every year now is that uh, to relook in my wardrobe and to see how I can play around with because maybe A, uh, usually I will mix, I will match A with B. Why not this Chinese New Year, I can match uh, clothing A with clothing C. So to try to uh, play with our wardrobe, to make uh, different combinations. And also, I always swap with my friends because um, that's also the things that uh, when it comes to new clothing, uh, let's give a new definition Let's give a new definition to new clothing that we means uh, by doing swap, by doing uh, secondhand thrifting. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, as you mentioned, Berlin Nothing Project and places like this, the Swap Project, all of that, uh, wonderful avenues to go and explore. Some really lovely things there, actually, that you can get your hands on as well, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. So plenty of resources are out there. Uh, and if there's anyone who is interested, who wanted to look for, oh, where is the nearest secondhand store around me? Or even where is, uh, uh, how to actually access to a free cycling group around my community? You can always go to the Zero Waste Malaysia Facebook group to ask around because there are a lot of people that is willing to share and also happy to really share information on how to go zero waste. Mm, okay, okay. And it's not just clothes, right? It could be things like even, I don't know, curtains. It could be like, you know, cushion covers, bed sheets, furniture. There's so many things because a lot of it is about uh, starting the year new, right? But uh, like you said, maybe uh, rethink the meaning of new. It could just be new for you even though it's been used before. But, you know, if it's in good condition, why not, isn't it? It's a wonderful mm. way of doing things. Yeah, but if let's say you, uh, in a side note, if let's say you really, really uh, had some bulk items that you really need to get rid of that maybe uh, you couldn't find a new owner or even maybe it's it's not repairable anymore. Yeah, mm. it's, not repair, uh, it's not repairable. It's not able to uh, share it through free cycling group uh, because there is one uh, uh, waste management services. Uh, I think they have already... Uh, on news few days ago, uh, which is KDEV. So they actually have this app called iClean, I-C-L-E-A-N, iClean app for to offer about garbage collection services approaching CNY. So if let's say any one of you actually have about furnitures that that already spoiled, broken, need to get rid of, uh, you can always contact uh, KDEB if you are in Selangor area. Selangor yeah. area. Okay. All right. So KDEB. Yeah. So, uh, okay. That's, that's great. You know, that's a great advice that we can use as well. So we've talked about clothes. We've talked about food. Uh, we've talked about decorations, right? But, you know, I guess, you know, for someone who wants to host uh, Chinese New Year at their house, right? But they also want to you know, maintain that sort of cultural authenticity, right? You don't want to, I, I'm going to use the word, you don't want to lose face, right? With your family. Uh, what would your, uh, and friends, what would your advice be? Like, you know, to to have these principles, but to also uh, uphold that cultural authenticity that is associated with Chinese New Year? Uh, I think that that that, that shouldn't be, um, oh, okay, at least for, for, for myself, that shouldn't be a concern uh, because, um 
I mean, we are hosting our families, we are hosting our relatives at home. So everything is under our control. So when we serve, we serve with our reusables. So they, they actually follow. I mean, like, uh, <laughs> it shouldn't be a, at least for my context, it shouldn't be a concern because you are the house owner that you serve with the best services. And serving <laughs> with reusable plates and cutleries definitely look more high class than you serve in a disposable. <laughs> yeah. Okay, got it. All right. So don't be ashamed. You know, there's nothing to be ashamed about. It's, uh, in fact, it's a much better practice uh, to do to, you know, not use those disposable things. So yeah, we didn't even talk about that, right? So plates, cups, uh, you know, cutlery, just use what you already have. You don't need to buy disposables. And in terms of, um, I guess, you know, we've spoken a lot about how individuals can do it, right? But what do you, what role do you see businesses playing in also promoting zero waste options for Chinese New Year products and services? Uh, yeah, so in terms of businesses, how um, how they can actually go low waste during Chinese New Year, uh, I think businesses are all, uh, for example, like retail businesses or even restaurants, uh, all of them will actually do uh, decorations. So in terms of decorations, definitely there are something that they can actually uh, implement. For example, like what we mentioned just now to try to make use of any existing decorations that we could and also uh, try to be mindful when it comes to purchase any new decorations item, whether or not it could be uh, potentially reused uh, over and over again. And also when it comes to any decorations, it's always good for us to rethink about the reusability and also the quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if let's say we purchase uh, a low, lower quality items, it might not be able to last long and it might not be able to reuse over and over again. Yeah. And also, um, internally, if uh, businesses are open to the idea of e Bao, why not just practice uh, among internally? Uh, employees happy, <laughs> boss also happy as well. Exactly. You know, the, the desired outcome is still there. Just maybe the packaging is slightly different, but, you know, completely, completely doable. Do you think, Sui, there's some misconceptions about practicing zero waste during Chinese New Year? And how have you addressed them, you know, through your years of doing this? Yeah, I think a lot of uh, a lot of us come, come to uh, festive seasons when it comes to zero waste Chinese New Year. Um, people will have the misconceptions about... Oh, okay, you are not wearing new clothes. Um, you are not purchasing new clothes, huh? Why wonder and curious? Like, uh, when approaching Chinese New Year, yes, you must purchase new clothes. But uh, when it comes to this, uh, just now we already shared that. Oh no, we don't need to purchase new clothes because when we attend a swap party, we are swapping clothes. Um, uh, that is that is new for me. That is maybe that is new for other people when they swap uh, the clothes with other people. So try to give the, the definition of new a new chance on uh, the swap items. So I think this is the major misconceptions when people think about going zero waste Chinese New Year is that they have to compromise their happiness. They have to compromise that they cannot have a new clothes. But no, no, no. We do it in another way that is the zero waste way. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, there is always a way when when it comes to zero waste and uh, no need to be perfect. And then we do it one step at a time. Mm. And I think you know, that's the other thing, right? Because there's also common misconceptions that it's, you know, it's not it's not convenient, right? You know, because it, it, it requires a little bit more effort. So how would you say you balance, you know, the desire for convenience with the commitment to those zero waste principles, uh, especially during festivals? You know, we're quite busy lah preparing for it, Gan. 
Mm. So I think uh, when it comes to this, definitely everyone has different priorities. And then we have already mentioned about different ways, right, just now. So try to pick anything that is uh, relevant to your, yourself and also doable for yourself. For mm. example, just now when we talk about uh, uh, hosting someone to your house uh, this Chinese New Year, uh, maybe it's very, 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 very difficult and you are a very, very busy person to actually even prepare a homemade drinks. No, we are not forcing everyone to must, uh, must harvest your own uh, mint uh, to actually make a Plant your own orange trees. Tea. Yeah, no, no not planting your orange tree and harvest your orange. No, no, no. If let's say uh, doing uh, homemade drinks to serve your uh, visitor is something that is beyond your level, it's okay. We can always go with uh, serving uh, our visitor with uh, aluminium can drinks that is much more easily uh, recyclables instead of like plastic bottle drink or maybe instead of tetra pack drinks because when it comes to aluminium can drink after you serve it uh, you can actually uh, do segregations and it will give you a more uh, valuable when it comes to recycling later com- as compared to other uh, drinks that is packaged in plastic or even Tetra Pak. Okay. Yeah, so when it comes to this, uh, depending on your capacity, depending on your availability, try to just do things that is within your capacity and uh, don't get overwhelmed because no one actually is perfect and then do things uh, do the actions that relevant to you and also doable. Okay. Yeah, don't stress out. Ah, because Chinese New Year, we must also be able to enjoy this festive season. And of also course. most importantly, to spend the quality time with your families, with your relatives. And that's the matter the most. Mm-hmm, definitely. And and of course, you know, all of these small sort of actions, right, do have long-term impacts, isn't it? Even if it's, you know, a little tiny thing that you're doing, what do you hope to see from greater adoption for um, of zero-waste practices uh, during our festive seasons? Mm. Uh, we definitely look into number. So food waste. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, food waste for sure. So for example, uh, during festive season, we all... Uh, not just going out a lot uh, to have dinner, to have gathering, or even hosting uh, people at our home to uh, for dinner, for meal. So try to remember that uh, whenever it comes to any meal prep or whenever it comes to any uh, dining out options, how do we able to order uh, at the right amount so that we don't over-order? And then we try to also um, make sure that we are able to finish our food uh, clean plate challenge. Yeah, so don't waste food and also uh, be more mindful when it comes to uh, food ordering, when it comes to food preparations and also uh, not creating food waste. If, if we are creating food waste, are we able to compose it? Are we able to uh, to compose it uh, into fertilizer? Mm, yes. Okay, so we can think of like uh, investing in things like that, isn't it also new for Chinese New Year? Like, uh, you know, invest in some zero waste uh, materials or, or uh, things that can assist us in that. So like a compost machine, a compost bin, if that's something that you like, or just look into ways of doing it so much uh, that you can do with that. So Yi, thank you so much um, for joining me today. Before I let you go, um, you know, do you have any success stories from your own experience that you'd like to share with our listeners? You know, maybe just to give them a little bit of inspiration. Maybe I can uh, share a bit on the the most easiest way uh, because 
for me, uh, for my family, we always uh, very happy about Chinese New Year, very excited about Chinese New Year, uh, wanted to host our relatives, wanted to host our neighbors. So we always purchase like a lot of uh, packet drinks, uh, the chrysanthemum teas, the winter melon teas, uh, all, the, all such drinks in a small uh, tetra pack. Uh, packaging with a straw attached yeah so that's the default uh, practices have been uh, practiced by our family for longest time of the year yeah so uh, when it comes to um, me being a bit little bit more aware about the situations on the waste issue I try to also communicate with my families oh maybe we start instead of packet drinks why not we switch it to aluminium can? Right. Because for aluminium can, it's easily recyclable. So we have, I would say we have already stopped purchasing any of the drinks that is in a smaller uh, packet drink. So we try to buy in bulk or either way, aluminium can drink. And also because we had a very uh, good gardeners at home, which is my mom, uh, we had abundance of peppermint. <laughs> so <laughs> we also serve uh, peppermint drinks, homemade drinks uh, to our visitor, to our family's members. Okay. So I think uh, we have no longer created so many ways as compared to previous years. And this has been uh, sort of like a habit yeah, it's um, and not just Chinese New Year already. Of course. Yeah, it's like the upcoming festive seasons. By default, we are not going to purchase that drinks in certain packaging. Okay. Yeah. All right. So there's always options, isn't it? And uh, like you said, once it becomes uh, it becomes a practice after a while, isn't it? And look at how much waste you've reduced uh, throughout all these years. That's wonderful. Mm, well, yes, yes, yes. Happy New Year, Suyi. You know, I'm sure you're so excited about the uh, festivities coming up. Uh, any last message or any last wishes that you'd like to leave our listeners with before you go? Yeah, like what we mentioned just now, uh, don't overwhelm. Uh, we all know that we are, at least now, we're aware that uh, the, the, the ways that we actually creating from the food waste, from the red packet, uh, from the deco items. So try to actually look for one actions that you can do or even maybe more than one actions that you can do. And then uh, you don't know because maybe when you do that actions, people will be very curious and you are able to also inspire people around you one step at a time. Okay, so thank you so much uh, for joining me today. I was speaking to Ko Suyi, co-founder and director of Zero Waste Malaysia. If you'd like to find out more about the work that they're doing and this amazing work that they are doing, head to their website. That's zerowastemalaysia.org or follow them on their social media channels. So that would be uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube. Did I get that right? Uh. Not so active. Okay, <laughs> Facebook, so, so YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, I think as well. Or X, sorry. Uh, but yeah, there's a whole there's a whole bunch of them. But head to the website if you'd like to find out more. My thanks again to my guests. And uh, if you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always search for the podcast at bfm.my slash earth. You can also find it on the BFM app. This has been Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.